In Fin Radio with Tom P. WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Man, that fan's been turned off. That Norris is behind us. Was that six, seven days? Whatever with the residual effects. Let the fishing and the turkey hunting resume. You're inside Rag and Fin Radio with me, Tom P. We're going to May 14th and 15th. Really jam show coming up in our next couple of segments is Peter Clark, biologist with the Bureau of Marine Fisheries, and he's the artificial reef coordinator. He's going to give us uh, his perspectives on the upcoming sea bass season. That first segment which is going to run from Tuesday until June 19th. Also, some of his favorite reefs. Hey, hey, again, a happy new year. Parallel Universe, Rackman Radio, season opens. Happy new year. Also, oh, a little earlier than that, this weekend, another happy new year. The Striped Bass Bonus Tag Program kicks in. Joining us a little later on in the program will be Bureau of Marine Fisheries Biologist Brendan Harrison. Talks about the Striped Bass Bonus Tag Program. Listen in. Here's your opportunity. Again, you have to do a little computer work. Bah, 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 bah. And they're going to get the permit in the mail. Chance to harvest a striper between 24 to less than 28. You get that? You send in all the information. They'll send you another tag. It's good, good, good all around. So grab that cup. Grab that red. We'll be right back. Rack and Fin Radio. And before we go, a shout out to my main man, George Loader in Marmora. Taught me so much. So he and Dick Wood, the great Dick Wood, who was on a, uh, about a month or so ago, so much about the South Jersey, actually the Northern Cape to Middle Township fishing and hunting scenes. Come on, Loader, get your ass out of that bed. I know where you live. You don't want Tom P coming to your coming to your house. Your property value will plummet, but I'll get your ass up. So grab that cup, grab that Red Bull. Be right back. Rack and Fin Radio. When you need to know, it's WPG Talk Radio 95.5 and the WPG Talk Radio app. At Home Recreation, New Jersey's largest swimming pool, spa, and patio store is having their Stay Home and Save Spring Saving Sale. Right now, At Home Recreation is offering a choice of 0% interest or free pool life with any pool purchase. Plus, 20% off your pool installation price and 33% off in-season pricing. Shop early for the best selection and installation dates. At Home Recreation has over 100 spas in stock ready for immediate delivery with free cover and starter chemical kit. The patio furniture selection is huge and in stock plus get a free patio umbrella on select sets don't wait shortage of supply is anticipated while in their stores check out the latest selection of electric bikes every model on sale now plus at home recreation has the new line of serial one e-bikes powered and designed by harley davidson don't miss this incredible offer at at home recreation route 18 northeast brunswick highway 36 hazlitt route 88 in brick and bay avenue in manahawkin or visit at home for hundreds of thousands of people, Veraheel is the online source for straight talk on medical marijuana. And now, it's your turn to discover how easy it is to get your medical cannabis card. Veraheel takes the stress out of finding a recommended doctor and getting approved. Start with a low-stress visit to Veraheel.com and get your most pressing questions answered. Like the pros and cons of using medical marijuana, what conditions are qualifying, and how quickly you can sign up for an appointment to find out if you qualify to get your medical cannabis card. Veraheel's convenient online system connects you to a consulting partner. And after you speak with a doctor, often in a matter of minutes, you find out if you're approved. 
convenient and confidential, and respected by over a quarter million people. Make Veraheal your online source for information and a better way to get your medical marijuana card. Veraheal.com. That's V-E-R-I-H-E-A-L. Veraheal.com. Rack and Fin Radio with Tom P. WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Again, the opening uh, segment, a happy new year, a little early, but in the parallel universe of Rag and Fin Radio when the season opens. Indeed, cause for a new year celebration. Tuesday the 17th marks the opening of the first of four, quote unquote, sea bass seasons. And joining us on the line right now, a very special guest. When we can get him, it is always a privilege, is Peter Clark. Peter's a fisheries biologist with the New Jersey Bureau of Marine Fisheries, and he's head of the Artificial Reef Project, and he is one hell of a saltwater angler. I'll tell you, man, from from flatties to bluefin tuna to big eye, this guy has it down. Pete's a fairly frequent guest. We like to really pump the New Jersey artificial reef system. The best on the, in the I'm telling you, around around the contiguous United States. I'll even throw Hawaii in and Alaska. Pete, thank, and I'm, uh, let's make it to the universe. Pete, thanks for joining us. Man. I'm talking sea bass. Let's rock, brother. How you doing? I'm great, Tom. How are you today? Uh, Pete, I'm Lock Cock, ready to rock. Now, listen, a couple of days is going to open. I'll tell you, Pete, I'm su- I was very surprised. Uh, a few here and there, but n- n- about one, maybe one tenth of one percent complaints about the sea bass uh, length limit getting jumped up to uh, the 13 inches from the 12 and a half. Otherwise, everyone, I know there's a 20 percent cut, but everyone seems satisfied with the seasons and satisfied with the bag limits. What's your take, brother? Yeah, so, you know, we have some changes this year. Like you said, we had to take a 20% reduction. That came from the Atlantic States Marine Fisheries Commission. So our Marine Fisheries Council, through um, public comment, decided that the way to do that this year was was to go up a half an inch, um, which really is going to standardize the size limit, the minimum size limit throughout the whole whole year, right? So now we're at 13 inches, okay? Mm Mm-hmm. Season's not drastically different. And so now we open May 17th. It runs through June 19th, uh, 10 fish. The bag limits don't change. Then we go to two fish for July 1 to August 31. Back to 10 fish for October 7th to October 26th. And 15 fish, November 1 through the end of the year, December 31. Again, all size limits are 13 inches mm-hmm. all year. So um, you know what, Tom? We've got a great sea bass fishery off the coast of New Jersey. That's no lie, man. <laughs> you, you, and you know I love sea bass. Oh, it's yeah. One of my, it, you know, I, you hear me say this about everything, but I love, <laughs> love sea bass. It's great for you and your buddies. It's great for the party boats. It's great for a family trip because you drop over one of these pieces on our reefs, which, by the way, are the best in the universe, like you said. Oh, yeah. And... And you're going to catch fish. You're going to bend the rod. And you're going to take home some meat. So what's not to like about black sea bass and off of New Jersey, right? Another people, my one question is, and it was posed to me, and I remember posing this to you uh, last year when you said, Tom, cuts may be coming or looming. With the again, you read everywhere. Rebuilt the, the stock to biomass from two hundred to two hundred thirty percent. Rebuilt, it's doing good. They're eating the paint off the bottom of the boats. There's that many sea bass. I experienced that on the water myself. Pete, why was there a cut, though? Right. So um, there's a fisheries management plan that guides us for sea bass management. And in that plan, it says that if we exceed our recreational harvest target for three out of the last four years, we have to take a reduction. 
or we have to address that right, right. over harvest, right? So we did that. Um, you know, we had a pass for 20, 2020 and 2021 because they were COVID years and there wasn't sampling and we didn't have any, you know, significant data collection. Yeah, I know. Unfortunately, <laughs> 2022 came along and we had to pay the piper. So, you know, there's, there's, a, there's an amendment. It's called the Recreational Reform Act. Um, there's been a reallocation from commercial to recreational uh, quota or poundage. That's going to help us next year. It should help us. And there's a um, there's another another program in the works called the Harvest Control Rules. Okay. And that should also help us. Okay. Now these are all ASMSD and Mid Atlantic documents. So uh, Mid Atlantic Marine Fisheries Commission documents. So hopefully coming into 23, once we get all these sort of nuances worked out, we should see a reprieve. Now, I'm not guaranteeing it, but I've got my fingers crossed, and I'm hoping, like you said, because we're looking at a biomass of 230% to target, maybe we can get somewhere, yeah. a, a little alleviation here, right? So, that's Well, Pete, as it stands now, though, I mean, there's, there's plenty, multitudes, mega, mega numbers of CBS out there now, correct? That's right, yeah. Actually, we just started seeing them over the past two weeks. I mean, really seeing them. There was like dribbles and drabs earlier, mm -hmm. or late April, but this past week, man, it's been smoking hot. Our surveys are showing them; they are out there. Uh, and I'm I'm pumped. You know, I was really starting to get a little bit concerned, but believe it or not, the water temperature on the bottom last week was about 47, 48 degrees. Prior to that, it was 42. So yes. it made a significant jump right. over the past two weeks, and that's a big deal. So now, now we see these things coming into our reefs, and uh, you know it, it, it's going to be awesome, dude. There's there's some really fantastic fishing right right here on our reefs, and I'm hopefully we'll have a minute to talk about those. Absolutely, we're speaking with Peter Clark, fisheries biologist with the New Jersey Bureau of Marine Fisheries, and head, and he's head of the Artificial Reef Project, the greatest reef project in the angling universe. Well, Pete, before we get to a break, um, the sea bass is a really interesting critter. Could you go into the biology a little bit? Hermaphroditic, hermaph, whatever, whatever. That, that's uh, such a strange lifestyle, man. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, it, it is, you know, and they've got a really uh, a really cool life strategy, right? So survival strategy on how to produce to a point where we've got this biomass right now, right? So they all start life as females, then they change sex to males when they reach about 9 to 13 inches, depending on the harem that they're in, right? So the small subschool that they're in, on a piece of structure, if there's no dominant male, then one of the females will turn into a dominant male. Now, you know, we always talk about these hump heads and they've got that beautiful blue, purple. Purple, right, yeah. So those are the dominant males in that localized school, right? There's other, there could be other uh, less dominant males, but those are your dominant males. Now, we remove that from the school or from that piece of structure. Another male will take its spot, okay? And that is just, you know, it's an amazing strategy to ensure survival. So, well, well, Pete, is this, is this trans thing? Is it, is it overnight? Does it take a week, three days? What? You know, that's a good question. We've been trying to document it. It takes, it, the, the current theory is that it takes several weeks for it to happen. We've mm -hmm. only been lucky enough to find two fish that were in that trans stage. Okay. And, um, and they were, they were small. Like I said, they were like, uh, you know, 11 inches, nine inches, something mm -hmm. somewhere in that neighborhood. 
Um, so yeah, it does. It, it, it takes some time. It's not, it's, it's not immediate, right? So there's a couple of cues. First, there's got to be a realization that there's not a dominant male. Then the change needs to happen, and they, then they need to settle in. So as that happens, um, you know, it takes time for sure. Okay, Peter, when do sea bass start to spawn? Uh, so, yeah, so, so you know, spawning is um, it's going to start taking place usually uh, in, the, uh, in the winter. Um, so, you know, what we, what we like to see, though, is in the spring and summer, we're going to start fishing for these things in about 120 feet or wa- of water or less. And that's what, that's what our folks really need to start uh, right. focusing on. So all that effort is going to have to – I mean, we're talking about – you know, they're coming from the shelf waters. They're coming in. They're going to start, you know, they should be, they should just about be spawned out by the time summer arrives, right? So they're spring spawners. We're going to see okay. them come and, um, and spawn out They're Right now, they're, they're pretty ripe. There's a lot of uh, development going on. So, um, you know, we are going to be harvesting some spawning fish during this, this first period. Okay, well, Pete, at that 13-inch minimum, will that sea bass have spawned once, maybe twice? Oh, that yeah, that that fish will have spawned multiple times before we harvest it. Okay, absolutely. Yep. Say, hey, Pete, this is uh, this is getting me, this is getting me too wired up. One, listen, it, that's where uh, to me, Pete, this is where the term dropping real fishing came from. This is it. Taught you high low rig, put some good clam on there, and and have at it, right? Okay, we're speaking with Peter Clark. He's fisheries biologist in the New Jersey Bureau of Marine Fisheries and head of the Artificial Reef Project. We're up against the break. Pete, when we get back, let's talk some of your, your fave reefs and some of your, uh, I know it's dropping real. Sometimes it can be easy and sometimes they can be pretty persnickety. Be right back. Rock and Fin Radio. Grab that cup. Grab that Red Bull. Peter Clark. Round two. If you're wondering what to do with your money in these unusual economic times, or if you have questions about retirement planning, IRAs, 401ks, or taxes, then listen to The Heart of Your Money, Saturday morning at 8 on WPG, featuring author and financial expert Joe Yakovich. The Heart of Your Money will focus on you, your family, and your financial portfolio. The Heart of Your Money with Joe Yakovich, Saturday morning at 8 on WPG Talk Radio 90. Are you drowning in IRS tax debt? I owe the IRS $37,000. Get ready for a toll-free hotline. Take advantage of new IRS tax forgiveness programs that may protect you from IRS collection agencies. They have the power to garnish your wages, put liens on your property, and levy your bank account. Civic Tax Relief can help protect you from the IRS. Civic Tax Relief basically represented me against the IRS, and by the time everything was completed, I didn't owe the IRS anything. Find out about the Fresh Start program that is now available through Civic Tax Relief. Civic Tax Relief's special tax hotline can help you discover all the relief programs available for free. I would recommend anyone who has a tax problem to contact Civic Tax Relief. Just call 800-324-4522. 800-324-4522. Don't wait. Call now. 800-324-4522. 800-324-4522. Something you probably do know. Progressive can not only offer you a great price when you bundle home and auto, they offer you round-the-clock protection. Something you probably don't know. The average oak tree branch can hold 70 pounds. Something you probably do know. Your neighbor is building their kid a treehouse. Something you probably don't know. A falling treehouse would take out your whole fence. Bundle your home and auto with Progressive and get more than a great price. Get round-the-clock protection. 
Something you know for the things you don't know. Coverage from Progressive Casualty Insurance Company, affiliates, and third-party insurers and subject to policy terms. Bundle discount not available in all states or situations. The future will be amazing. And that's all well and good. But what about today? You can feel the rush of a 400-horsepower Nissan Z. Or climb to new heights in the all-terrain Nissan Frontier. Light up the road in the all-electric Nissan Aria that feels like a sci-fi dream come true. The future will be great, but today is made for thrill. All you have to do is get in a Nissan and drive. 2023 Aria and Z not yet available for purchase. Expected availability is this spring for 2023 Z and this fall for 2023 Aria. If you have a small business, Staples has your sign. Banners for my bakery? Staples has your sign. Oh, posters for my new pet store. Floor decals for a pharmacy. Every day, Staples Associates help every kind of small business create bold signs to make big impressions. And now get $10 off custom signs, banners, and posters when you spend $50 or more. This is your sign. So print it big at Staples. N72. Visit staplesconnect.com slash this is your sign for details. You forgot Mother's Day? Don't worry, it's not too late. DoorDash has the gifts mom wants. Order a flower delivery or sweet treats for any mom in your life. With dozens of local shops and national favorites, there are plenty of options for you to choose. Download the app or visit DoorDash.com and use promo code ORDER22 for 50% off your first order of $15 or more, up to a $12 value. That's promo code ORDER22 for 50% off your first order, up to a $12 value. Limited time offer. If you're a small business, there are lots of choices when it comes to your Internet and technology needs. But when you choose Comcast Business Internet, you choose the largest, fastest, reliable network. You choose advanced security for total peace of mind. And you choose fiber solutions with speeds up to 10 gigs available to more small businesses than any other provider. That's virtually everywhere we serve. The choice is clear. Get unbeatable business solutions from the most innovative company. Comcast Business. Powering possibilities. Get started with internet and voice for $35 each a month when you buy both with a two-year agreement. Or ask how to get up to a $700 prepaid card with a qualifying gig bundle. Call or go online today to learn more. Requires enrollment in automatic payments and paperless billing. Prepaid card offer ends 522-22. Restrictions apply. New Comcast Business customers only. Limited to Comcast Business 35 megabits per second internet and one voice line. Early termination fee applies. Equipment, installation, taxes, and fees extra and subject to change during and after term agreement. May not be combined with other offers. Most innovative company based on American Business 2021 Gold Stevie Award. Comfort now by Bob McAllister because you deserve comfort now. Hi, Comfort Bob. What haven't you been able to buy or had to wait weeks or months to get? What's missing on the grocery shelves? How expensive has stuff gotten? Well, air conditioning stuff is the same way. If you've had problems beyond leaks or funny noises when your AC or heater runs, don't wait until it breaks the summer because you may be without air conditioning for a while. Help yourself. Start your AC now. Even if it's in the 60s outside, make sure it runs. Any problems or noises, call us right away. Inflation means replacing your system will never be cheaper, and we still have rebates and real 0% financing to offer. Supply issues and inflation. Give us a call now so you're not waiting for a more expensive repair in July because you deserve comfort now. Comfort now by Bob McAllister because you deserve comfort now. 609 WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Yeah, back inside, Rack and Finn Radio with me, Tom P. We're going to May 14th and 15th. We're talking sea bass with Peter Clark, Artificial Reef Coordinator, Marine Fisheries Biologist, Bureau of Marine Fisheries. Now, let's, uh, now, Pete is, these reefs are his babies. 
his babies, and Pete is a reef monster. And he's going to key us in on a couple of reefs, more than a few, more than a couple, I hope, where you can expect stellar, epic drop and reel sea bassing when that season kicks off. Uh, what? A Tuesday, 72 hours going. Sorry, Pete, I get too excited, man. What do you got, man? Let's talk some of your fave reefs, brother. <laughs> All right. So, you know, I love sea bass and, and I'm going to, I'm going to, my, my favorite reef to start sea bassing at early, this early season May sea bass and is the Shark River Reef. Okay. Now you're talking about a surrounding depth of about 130 feet. Okay. But those big mountains that come up to 80 feet, those are the hot spots. Now I'm telling you this, I'm giving away this secret because you can take this to other reefs along the coast of New Jersey. Now, while Shark River might be one of my favorite reefs to fish, you've got stuff all up and, and down, down the, the coast. coast. <laughs> I so love it. <laughs> when we go, when we come down south here, I, you know, I, I can't tell you how excited I am when I go on the AC Reef. The Atlantic City Reef has got some great surrounding depth. It's got some fantastic pieces on it, and they are alive. So I'm telling you guys, get down on Atlantic City, find some of that structure. We just put, you know, we have a new reef guide coming out. So get on our website, start looking at at that reef guide, and find those coordinates for the Atlantic City Reef. Um, Pete, you know, what, is, what is it about what is it about the the structure on the bottom of the deployments for the AC Reef in particular? I got you so wired up, man. You're cranking. Yeah, because look, again, I'm looking for deep surrounding water. When I'm going sea bassing in, in this early spring in May, I'm looking for the deepest water I can find within reason, right? 120 feet. That 100, 120 feet, that's that's where we want to be. AC Reef has got 95-foot depths and a lot of 80, 85, 90-foot sections with big pieces on it, mm. right? That's what I'm saying. So you find this structure that comes 30 feet off the bottom, you don't even have to anchor up. I, I love anchoring. Once I take a couple drifts and I know it's got life, I hook up to the bottom and we just start wrecking them, okay? But if guys don't want to anchor up, you can either power drift it, you can drift, you might lose some rigs, but, you know, there's other ways to do this. There's yeah, Have you ever been out to Deepwater Reef? I mean, you're talking about one of the coolest – it's, it's just – it's the southern version of the Shark River Reef, right? Wow. So it's, if you're out of – yeah, if you're leaving out of, uh, let's say, Cape May, it's about 30 miles off the beach. Out of Abstekin, it's 25 miles off the beach. Townsend's 24. Great Egg, 23. So it's a little bit offshore, but I'll tell you what. If you can get out there, it, again, we're talking 135 foot of depth, 120 feet in depth, just like Shark River, and there are some great pieces. We've got big caisson gates. We've got big ship out there. We've got some uh, some trains out there. It's, it's a fantastic reef to go sea bassing on. Well, Pete, you turned nope. me on. You turned me on with the tie with the tanks. The sea bass like metal as much as the blackfish do. Yeah, they do. But sea bass seem to be less finicky, right? And and of course, when I when I say cog like tanks, it seems like you know you can do good on rock as well. But when you're talking sea bass, as long as it's got some vertical structure and it hasn't been hammered, there's going to be fish. And that's one of the problems that the northern reefs see is once that season opens up, they get inundated, right? So you really got to mm -hmm. be you got to you got to search it out, take a drift over a piece once you find it, see if there's immediate bites. I mean, we're talking when you get onto a piece, okay? You get onto a structure on a reef, 
You take a drift. You got your high-low rig with your clams on it. You take a drift. If you're not getting immediately bombarded by bite, move on. Okay. okay? Sea bass are aggressive. Sea bass are going to come eat that piece of clam, and they are going to be drop and reel fishing. That's how it should be. Okay. Well, question, Pete. Now, you say an area gets hit. How long before more sea bass find a way into the, you know, the, the, you know, the vacuum? Nature pours a vacuum. How long? A week, two weeks, three days before, boom, there's more back yeah, on it. Yeah. That's a good question, right? So I, I'm going, I'm going, I don't know for certain, but I can give you some examples. So, you know, when we've deployed material, let's say a ship, all right, I've deployed ships and within three days, they've had sea bass on them. Now, Sea bass are structure-oriented fish. They want structure. And the more vertical structure that we can provide to these animals, the more uh, uh, material, the more, you know, habitat we give them, right? So they're going to come into that. Now, so we've deployed ships, and within three days, we've had fish around that piece. Wow. So I think once, you know, once a piece gets hit, it takes a few days up to a week for that for that uh, population to, to rise again. So... Um, you know, it, it doesn't take forever, and we've got a lot of long seasons here. So, uh, if it's if it's bad one day, check it and check it the next week. It might have mm -hmm. it might have repopulated, right? Pete, do you prefer again it's a search and, and, and find technique? Do you the, the drift fishing, or again you drift and then you like to, to do the anchor thing? I know uh, there's yeah, some guys I, that I, just I, love to drift. They don't want to anchor. They just love to drift. More action, more this, more area covered. And other guys swear by find them anchor and bang away yeah so so you know what i do both um it depends on a few things so I, I have some areas that i fish that are pretty low structure more cobbly bottom um there's a lot of sea bass on them and i like to cover a little bit of ground so if i've got a one knot drift let's say one one and a half i will drift it that low stuff right but Personally, I love looking for big pieces, and I love finding high relief and anchoring up and just, you know, throwing it to them. Um, that's personally how I like to fish for them primarily, but there's mm -hmm. certainly times when drifting is the way to go. And uh, I would never discourage somebody from giving it a shot, especially a couple, you know, if, you, if you're not as uh, adept at anchoring, try drifting it and see what the bite's like. Mm -hmm. You know, this spot lock. There's no reason if it, the, the spot lock is a game changer for a lot of these boats. You know, within they they put that trolling motor on the bow and then yep. they have a GPS with it. Right, mm -hmm. so you know a lot of guys are doing that and it's been very productive as well, where they can spot lock, dish it out, and then move on to a new piece or even just shimmy over, wiggle a little bit, and you know get onto a, a, another piece of that, uh, another section of that structure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, well, Pete, also. We're talking, you know, I want to mention some of the other reefs, Garden State North, Garden State South, Ocean City Reef in particular. But, Pete, yeah. the sizes of the sea bass now, what's the state record? It was about nine pounds or something back in 2014 or 15, whatever. These fish are coming in. They were offshore. Are there, can, can people expect early in the season fish five, six, seven pound range, or is that strictly a deep water game in November, December? I'll tell you what, some of the biggest sea bass that I've caught were during this May to June season. Wow. And they, not, they weren't nine-pounders, but we've caught plenty of 20, 23, 24-inch fish during this first period. This, this, this May, this spring fishery time, this is when all those 
big fish are coming from offshore. Right. Okay. This is the time. If you're looking for those lunkers, you know, we talk about high, low rigs and clams and stuff. I got my, my younger son is a jigging fanatic. <laughs> I know that. I, <laughs> right. They, this kid will put, and, and, you know, any kind of, he likes a soft body lure. Like, um, you know, I, he uses this savage. It's a hard lead head with a paddle tail on it. Right. right. You know, but there's a million different versions of this thing. It's just what he decides that he's, he's buying from, from now on, whatever. <laughs> so this kid will jig and jig and jig. And, you know, I'm next to him with my clam rig. I might be catching two at a time and there might be keepers, 13, 14 inches. But when he's catching these, his fish are, they're 15, 16 inch fish because they're on this aggressive reactionary bite with that jig going around them. Yeah. And, you know, I always tell people on my boat, I want somebody jigging. Um, unless you're absolutely not getting a bite on the jig, somebody should be jigging because that's where those bigger, much bigger fish are going to come off. Pete, will your boy be using a teaser with the jig? Yes, he will. He always puts a teaser on the top. Absolutely. And sometimes, Pete, I've seen the bigger fish hit the smaller bait, hit the teaser. That's right, right? Because they're getting aggressive on that. Well, I mean, it's the whole purpose of jigging, right? You're, mm -hmm. you're, it's a reactionary bite. You're not waiting for that fish to come find your bait. You're you're throwing it in front of them, and you're working it, and you're working it. And, and like I said before, these animals, these sea bass, they are aggressive critters, man. So... It makes sense. If you're jigging and you've got the stamina to stand at the rail all day, you're going to get those big boys for sure. Well, Pete, for bait, you mentioned clam. Now, some guys swear by fresh clam only. Other guys say it doesn't make a difference. They'll use the salted clams or rainbow clams, what have you. When it comes to that bivalve bite, do you prefer the fresh? Do you see it makes a difference? You know, um, I, I personally like there's nothing better than fresh clams. You know, if you've got a bushel on the boat and you're shucking them that day and then we end up taking whatever leftover and we salt it up, I'll be honest. I love to start with fresh clams, but we always end up going to salted and they seem to do really well. They really mm -hmm. do. So I, I, I personally like both. Um, I've also used squid if you can get it. Little squid strips. They seem to go bonkers over that certain right. days. So, yeah, you know, typically I, I bring a few different things out there between clams, some squid, and, of course, some soft-body jig heads or soft-body jigs. Boy, you can't go wrong. Pete, I, I received a lesson, and, uh, and uh, the guy said, if you mention my name, uh, whatever. But this guy does some kind of damage, Pete, with the biggest live killies, a.k.a. minis here in South Jersey, that you can get swears by him. He said an old timer taught him about it on a party boat way back when. And Pete, live killies. Oh man. Oh man. Really? That's a new one for me. I haven't heard that for sea bass, but why not? Pete, you know, again, they're like very they're very aggressive with that mouth. I mean they vacuum it in. I mean I saw some right. I saw this guy outfit and he, he's really cool, calm, laid back, like not a not a I told you so type of guy. And he had his uh, he had his court Achilles there and he cleaned house. He ended up giving I most of them, did. hey, but can I have some of those? Yeah, can I have some of those? Yeah, you know, he's pretty good like that. Well, Pete, yeah, I wonder if he just goes to a single a single rig instead of a high-low. He's exactly right. That's exactly right. Yeah. He had a single rig. Well, Pete, let, let's hit on a couple of reefs again. Garden State North, Garden yeah. State's out, and Ocean City Reef. And Barney got light reef, too, to agree, but to me, the Ocean City Reef and Garden State South are sleepers when it comes to sea bass. Yeah, so Garden State South is going to come alive later in that season. 
So later May, early right. June, all mm-hmm. the way through June, that's a great spot. Garden State South is fantastic. Garden State North, of course, some of that deeper water. So again, you know, the take-home message is early, early, you want to look for a little bit deeper. And then as we get further into the summer, when we go to two, every reef is going to be full of sea bass, right? Mm-hmm. So that's why your Garden State North and your Ocean Cities uh, Cape May is a great early season spot, the uh, Cape May Reef. So, um, yeah, I mean, there's every reef has its time and place, right? So, uh, let's see, Townsend's Wildwood. I, I was just going to say Wildwood. The Townsend's Wildwood and, and, and uh, Cape May, I said, I call it the triplets down there. But that, uh-huh. that Townsend and that Wildwood Reef, that, the Wildwood's another sleeper. Well, so... You know, guys fishing wildwood are going to hate me over this, but we <laughs> we put a, we put a lot, all right, a lot of dredge rock down there, and uh, so so wildwood's got what do we have? I think it's two hundred thirty six thousand uh, cubic yards of dredge rock. Huge mountains down on wildwood right now. On the uh, it's on the south uh, the southwest corner, and we have a little bit up on the north as well. Those are the spots on Wildwood that I'd be focusing on for sure for sea bass. And, and guys that don't want to anchor up on these hills, you can drift and not lose every single rig. So, um, yeah, definitely a great reef to go go fishing for sea bass on. Okay, Pete. I just, well, Pete, we're up against a hard break. Segment's about done. We're speaking with Peter Clark, Marine Fisheries Biologist, Bureau of Marine Fisheries, also the Artificial Reef Coordinator. Pete, before we go, you had mentioned the New Jersey Artificial Reef Guide will be out pretty soon. What's the dealio? Yeah, so it's been, shoot, 12 years or so, um, or more, sorry, that we've had a new guide published. So, Look for around June. We're going to have this guide on our website. And the reason that this is so cool this year is you'll be able to take all of our coordinates, download them onto an SD card, all right? Then plug that SD card right into your plotter and voila. Voila. Now you've got all, voila. <laughs> You're, you don't have to key punch them in. All you have to do is plug it in download it into your plotter, and now you've got all the coordinates. And I believe there's about, I want to say, somewhere in the five, four, 500 range of new coordinates that haven't been published before. Oof, so Not on to me. <laughs> a great, great electronic version if you want to print it out, and then you've got a downloadable uh, set of coordinates. So if you're looking for it, go to New Jersey Fish and Wildlife and um, – Look for the Artificial Reef Program website, and they'll be right there for you. NJFishingWildlife.com. People, Peter, thanks for joining us. As I call him, and as he is known on the water, the Admiral. Simply as the <laughs> Admiral. Pete, you take care. I hope to get on that Mad Hatter with you one of these days. Yes, sir. I can't wait for it, Tom. Take care. And by the way, uh, May 17th. Happy New Year, Peter. <laughs> Happy New Year. We'll That's see you, right. Bye-bye. Talk See ya. Little long on that segment. He is just a great guy, great fisherman, superb biologist, artificial reef coordinator. We have the best artificial reef system on the planet. Grab that cup, grab that Red Bull. Be right back. Rack and Fin Radio. WPG Talk Radio 95.5 FM and 1450 AM. South Jersey's talk station. 
Fox News. Until NATO, Ukraine says Russian troops are withdrawing from Kharkiv after weeks of heavy shelling, and Russia's grip appears to be faltering elsewhere. Russia suffered a big loss when Ukraine destroyed a pontoon bridge that Russia was using to cross uh, in the eastern portion of this country. Ukraine says it also destroyed 73 tanks and other military equipment in a two-day battle this week. Fox's Matt Finn in Lviv. Justice Clarence Thomas says the leak of a draft opinion overturning Roe versus Wade has shaken the Supreme Court. He made a public appearance last night in Dallas. It was beyond anyone's understanding or at least anyone's uh, imagination that someone would do that. Coming up today, pro-choice rallies are expected in several U.S. cities. America's listening to Fox News. Your WPG Talk Radio 95.5 AccuWeather forecast. For today, mostly cloudy skies. It'll be humid with a high of 69. An evening shower in spots tonight. Otherwise, considerable cloudiness and mild with a low of 60. Tomorrow will be humid and warmer with a couple of showers. Cloudy skies expected for the morning, then clouds and sun for the afternoon. Expect poor viewing conditions for the lunar eclipse at night with a high of 81. I'm AccuWeather's Drew Shannon on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Rack and Fin Radio with Tom P. WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Okay, all the excitement again. That was Peter Clark, Bureau of Marine Fisheries, Artificial Reef Corps, talking about Tuesday's sea bass opener. What about the other bass? The saltwater ones with the lines on the side. The Striper Bonus Tag Program kicks in this weekend. Uh, tomorrow, as a matter of fact. Uh, 15 is going to run through December 31st. Now, this is what this is. You can keep a bass, a striper, between 24 to less than 28 inches. You get one fish at a time. You get the tag. You have to, um, you know, do the uh, harvest report, et cetera, infinitum. But you, this entitles you to catch a fish. Unlike tackle, especially now in the back bays, inlets, tidal rivers, what's going on, bass all over the place. Have a chance to bring home a bass. You're in top P, man. That's a waste of fish. Why are they doing that? Why are they doing that? It's been going on for years, the bonus tag program. It would have been a commercial um, allotment. I don't It's so involved, but why look a gift striper in the mouth? Except maybe to put the tag through the mouth, through the gills, and to fix it. Because you have to have that tag in that fish, transporting it. I'm talking even from your fishing spot to your vehicle. And, you know, and, and you report it to uh, Bureau of Marine Fisheries, and another tag will be sent to you. Here to uh, add some information about the bonus tag program is Brandon Harrison. He's a senior biologist, eight years with the Bureau of Marine Fisheries, based there in Naco Creek. He's going to give us some insight on the bonus tag program, what's it all about, and the advantages to the angler and, and the research, the data that is going on from this. Brandon, thanks for joining us on Rack and Fin. How you doing, brother? Good. How you doing, Tom? Thanks for having me. Yeah, more than welcome. I'm liking this. Uh, I have to, okay, okay. Listen, I have to go online again. I've been remiss at that. Just too much stuff going on. Trout, turkeys, everything else, you know, and the, and the fluke season happening. Miranda, this bonus uh, tag program is very popular, and it gives people an opportunity to catch one or more, depending on how much they want to get involved with it. One or more stripes between that 24 and uh, less than 28-inch slot. When did the program start? What's it all about? And what data is derived from here to benefit the resource? Yeah, so uh, back in 1990 is when the program first started. Um, New Jersey, along with the other states up and down the coast, has allocated a commercial quota um, from the Atlantic States Marine Fisheries Commission. 
Um, and back in 1990, uh, New Jersey outlawed or, or banned the sale of striped bass. Um, and they took that commercial quota and uh, turned it into a recreational um, bonus f- fishery. So that was kind of how the striped bass bonus program started. Um, and it's changed over the years and so forth. Um, but yeah, as you mentioned, it's currently, um, if you apply for a bonus permit, we'll send you one in the mail and, um, it allows you to keep one striped bass 24 inches to less than 28 inches. Um, and if you harvest a fish, then, uh, there's two different ways to report the harvest. Um, but, but yeah, so we get data on bonus fish that are harvested. And then we also ask anglers to, uh, fill out a fishing log and submit that at the end of the year. So um, we had a ton of data from it. Uh, the data gets used in the stock assessment and mm-hmm. other states even use a lot of our data. So uh, it's it's very beneficial for us as well. Well, Brendan, opponents to the program, and they're still, uh, still still out there. Again, I don't know why, but again, to each their own, say that this is a negative impact on the future of the resource, on, on the future breeders, et cetera, infinitum. Do you find that to be the case? Um, I mean, yeah, originally it was a conservation effort, you know, to so that we didn't have a commercial fishery here in New Jersey. Um, other states still have a commercial fishery operating. Um, and the amount of fish that, that do get harvested in the program um, in the grand scheme of things is pretty, pretty minimal. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and, and the amount of data that we do get uh, is, is how we kind of justify it. Um, if we did shut down the bonus program for some reason, uh, we would lose a huge pool of data that, um, like I was saying before, is uh, used not only by New Jersey and the and the whole entire stock assessment, but by even by other states as well. So it's a win-win for both the angler and the resource in the long run, especially the resource in the long run. Speaking of Brendan Harrison, he's a senior biologist, New Jersey Bureau of Marine, DEPs rather, <laughs> Bureau of Marine Fisheries. Talk about the bonus uh, tag program for the striped bass is underway. Now it's going to run through December 31st, correct? Yep, that's correct. Now, Brendan, I'm asked, how do these party boat guys and charter boat guys, you know, the captains, seem to have a lot of tags, an endless supply of tags? How is that allocation? Again, I'm, I'm, listen, I'm, answer, I'm answering some, asking questions, trying to answer them. How do they get all these tags? What's the dealio? Yeah, of course. So they, just like an individual angler, the, um, for hire captains, party and charter boat captains have to apply as well. Um, and we issue them a number of permits kind of based on the number of passengers that their vessel carries. Mm-hmm. Um, and similar to the, uh, individual anglers, if, if, uh, where they can get another permit, if they submit a harvest report, the party and charter boats, um, as long as they're submitting weekly harvest reports and filling out their, their fishing logs as well. Um, if they do, you know, use up their permits, uh, we issue them more as well. So, but we make sure, um, that they're being mm-hmm. compliant and, uh, Get submitting the data that we're asking for. So, okay, Brandon, one final question before I let you go. The data, for example, from uh, 2020, 2021, from the bonus tag program, when does that data like put into like studies for the future for the biomass, you know, studying the populations? That data, how does that affect like now in the future? How many years does that yeah, take so to really actually- get, you know, get some, some results? We're actually, uh, it's, it's something I'm uh, working on today, actually, where striped bass is going to be going through a stock assessment uh, this Ooh. summer. Oh. Uh, the results should be out in October. Oh, those <laughs> yeah, those two little... words, stock assessment. Oh, I just I just sat tight yeah. in my chair here. <laughs> yep. So uh, the data from 2021 and 2020, um, actually through 2018, are, are getting submitted uh, 
like literally as we speak. So that that's all updated information and data that will be going into the assessment update. Um, so yeah, 2021 data has been finalized. Um, we used about like 20% of the quota harvested, mm-hmm. uh, about 6,500 bonus fish. Um, so yeah, it's, uh, going to be used, uh, pretty soon. Yeah, listeners, to find out more about the bonus tag program at uh, Learn From Now, go to uh, go to the uh, Marine Digest, which has just been out in hard copy. It's available at licensed issuing agents. Go to njfishandwildlife.com, click on the saltwater link, and go to the bonus tag program. And uh, just just get out there and enjoy the opportunity to harvest a bass between 24 to less than 28 inches. Perfect eating size and a lot of fun on the light tackle. Brendan, thanks for joining us. Oh, one last question, if I may. Okay, Brian, I'm going to ask you one more question, one more question, one more question. You know, the Mullica River, the Egg Harbor River, the Tuckahoe River, the Manasquan, the Shark, there seem to be resident species or resident populations, rather, of stripers in there. Is is that the case? I think, yeah, that's a point of research. I know there's um, some researchers right now that are doing some genetic studies and and trying to see if there's, uh, you know, little populations in some of these smaller rivers. so in general, the, you know, the main uh, spawning rivers are the Hudson, the Delaware, right. uh, and the Chesapeake. But, um, yeah, there's definitely some, probably some spawning that takes place in some of the smaller uh, rivers as well. There we go. We have our own strain of strappers here in Jersey. Brenda, you take care. Have a great week and have a great summer. We'll see you soon. All right. Thanks, Tom. Yeah. Again, go to njfishandwildlife.com. Go to saltwater fishing. Go to the striped bass bonus tag program. All the information is there. It's a little bit of a pain in the butt. Okay, get this out and you get the thing in the mail to, to you know send out for another one. It's a free shot at a bass. Enjoy it. Be right back. Rack and Fin Radio. The WPG Talk Radio app is your connection to South Jersey's talk station. Get free, unlimited local and statewide news from New Jersey's largest radio news team. Download all of our local shows as podcasts and more. Powered by Ambient Comfort. For installation to repairs and maintenance, give Ambient Comfort Heating and Cooling a call today at 856-213-6586. AmbientComfortNJ.com. With GNF Financing Approved Credit, excludes Corvette. This just in. Right now, Bennett Chevrolet is paying a minimum $8,000 for any trade. That's at least eight grand for any trade, running or not. Bennett is doing it again. Want eight grand for that old rotted out rat trap? Just drive it, push it, tow it to Bennett Chevrolet for a minimum eight grand towards any pre-owned vehicle in stock. Got a good trade? Well, if we're paying a minimum eight grand for total junk, imagine how much more you'll get for a good quality trade. Looking for new? There's there's no beating Bennett, because unlike other dealers, we're not selling over factory sticker. And there's 0% available financing. Plus, if you're stuck in a lease, bring it to Bennett. We can get you out early. Any make, any model. And remember, Bennett will buy yours even if you don't buy ours. Stop in for a quick quote. No pressure or obligation. Because our non-commissioned sales staff is paid based on your satisfaction, not how much you spend. Find new roads at Bennett Chevrolet, Egg Harbor Township, and BennettChevy.com. Get ready for summer during the tent sale event at Shoemaker Lumber in Ocean City, May 12th through the 14th and 16th. It's the pre-summer blowout of contractor and homeowner supplies, including discontinued hardware items, unclaimed doors, and lumber closeouts. Check out their full line of hardware store items, including tools, beach gear, and grills. It's the tent sale event at Shoemaker Lumber, corner of West and 12th Avenues in Ocean City, May 12th through the 14th and 16th. So much more than a lumber store. Visit ShoemakerLumber.com. 
Their unmistakable music. Their unforgettable hits. Foreigner is back. You're as cold as ice. Foreigner, the greatest hits. Friday, November 11th, Hard Rock Hotel and Casino, Atlantic City. Their music changed the rock and roll landscape forever. Foreigner. Tickets on sale now at Ticketmaster.com. VIP packages available at ForeignerOnline.com. WPG Talk Radio 95.5 FM and 1450 AM. South Jersey's Talk Station. Here we go. Look out below. Last time we're going to rock and fin raid with me, Tom P. Week of May 14th and 15th. Well, let's forego the official reports because not much was happening out there. Okay. You know, we had rain here and there. It really didn't get going again. It was a Thursday afternoon, about quarter after five. That freaking wind that was blowing 30 to 40 finally stopped. Had a little break of sun. Guys were everywhere. Okay. Catching some flounder, catching some stripers. Nasty weather again. Friday, today, it's going to be weekend. We're going to get to more fishing reports next week. Call your favorite uh, tackle shop, Epsilon Bay Sports and Center, one stop, and they see, um, see our bait and tackle, hands, whatever. And then we'll give you some reports. It's going to be lean. Here are some weak fish, though. Weak fish here and there in the back, especially in City. Uh, give Fanatics a buzz on that as well. But uh, broke on 101.5 Sister Station a couple of days ago. Yes, and was knew it was going to happen. And. Hopefully it's the only one, but I don't think so. Yeah, bear attack up there in North Jersey, Sussex County. Tom P's bears up North Jersey. What does it do with South Jersey? Because they're down here as well. Nowhere near the numbers naturally, but they're in the pines. They're in the woods. They're, they're everywhere around the state, inside in all 21 counties. And it's, uh, it's a bit of a shocker. Expected, but wow. Now, how many more are going to happen? How many close encounters have happened that haven't been reported? Join us on the line right now with an update is Mike Bush, a.k.a. Mountain Mike Bush. Fairly frequent guest on Rack and Fin Radio. We can get him out of the woods or off the waters. Mike is the Bear Management Chairman for the United Bow Hunters in New Jersey. He's going to give us a heads up exactly what happened or as close to what happened right in his backyard, literally. Mike, how's it going, brother? Hey, hey, Tom P. What's going on, brother? Before before we get any before we get any farther this conversation, how's the yep. lovely Demonette D? Oh, she's doing good, like always. She's always, you know, D is D. Mike is on the road uh, this morning. So, Mike, when you call me, lay down. What happened, brother? With this bear? Was she walking, jogging, whatever? There were a couple of them. Well, now they're good. What happened? Yeah, well, I mean, there's a couple of stories. She was jogging, walking, whatever. Other another media group said she was getting her mail. Um, yeah, my, my uh, you know, presumption was she was she was going walking down the road or jogging down the road. Um, I spoke to a pretty good reference in the morning. Um, you know, a state of uh, or fish and wildlife employee had verified that there was a bear attack, and uh, you know, it's a shame because the governor doesn't understand it. You know, he thinks they're going to you know non lethal management. There's there's not going to be any non lethal management available for the bear issues. They keep breeding out of control. You know, we got the sows up here having four, five, six cubs. Oof. It's just there's no way. And then they're they're migrating in from other states also. Mm-hmm. You know, so even if you sterilized 500 sows, you still have 500 sows coming in from Pennsylvania, New York State, and whatever other adjoining states that that bears come in from. He just doesn't understand this. The bear groupies, they don't understand it. You know, they boo-hoo for the bears. You know, Walt Disney screwed up giving them names and, you know, mm-hmm. all this stuff and human voices. And well, like Murphy, it's, it's going to Mur- get worse. Uh, Murphy seems so detached. You let someone else handle it. His wife is involved with the animal rights groups big time, from what I understand. 
and he just yeah, let someone else handle it. And the DEP commissioner, uh, LaTourette, whatever his name is, he, he just gets his marching yep. orders. We know that. I have to, you know, it's not the guy. He has, he's told what to do. But yeah, well, and Murphy the with the science, the science, the science, and he's ignoring the science. Yeah. And Mike, real yep. tragedy is going to happen because this woman, okay, she was hot flies. I, I understand she's she's been released, whatever, some, whatever. Mm-hmm. Something bad, Bush, is going to happen, and it's going to happen this spring or summer. God forbid, a camping yeah. they're camping at High Point or Stokes or yep. or uh, Swartz with a little kid. It, it's it's going to get it's going to get ugly. It, it has it has happened, and it shouldn't have to take another human fatality in the state of New Jersey for the governor to realize that we have, a, we have a problem. I mean, it should be enough, you know, between all the, all the pets that were killed, all the livestock that was killed. And now this woman attacked, you know, this is numerous bear attacks this year. You know, there were what, this is the third one already this year mm-hmm, or whatever right. in the last year. And it's just going to get worse and worse and worse. He's got a serious problem on his hands. And that's the biggest problem with Latourette is, is he's a marching guy for Murphy and, he needs to stand up to and tell Murphy that we, we absolutely, you know, there's no cost effective viable option. We need to have a bear management hunt, period. I, I think if he does that, Bush, he's going he's gonna to be in the job line somewhere. Yeah, well, <laughs> it, it is what it is then. And he, yep. you know, he's, he's supposed to be here for sportsmen in New Jersey. And, you know, he's, he's siding with the governor on non scientific data. Right. Well, Mike, so, listen, you're, you're right in, in the thick of it up there in Sussex and you and D take care and, and, you know, Marley and, and Trad. That, listen, you got that, it, that's brother. a crazy lab and a crazy springer. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, you got that right. Mike, thanks for filling us in. Listen, it's happened and it could have, happens up there. It could happen down here eventually. Again, Cumberland County, sure. more remote areas of Cumberland County, Eastern Camden County, Northern Cape May County. The bears are here. We just don't see them because there's yep. woods are so thick and it's so much land in here, Mike, compared, uh, undeveloped land rather, compared to up North Jersey where yeah. you are. So yep. it's, yep, uh, I agree. Is that well, Mike? Thanks for joining us. Uh, best of luck. Take care, and hopefully, hopefully, see you on the. Is that the? Is that the wall kill? Wall kill, brother. Wall kill. <laughs> I'll trade you a day on a wall kill for a day on the Tom's. Tom's River Trout. Better believe it, it kicks ass. Mike, you take care. See you soon. All right, Tom. Thanks, brother. That'll do it for this week on Rack and Finn Riddigan. Shout out to George Loader. Loader, come on, man. Get out of that bed. Time to kick some ass with Tom P. See you soon. God bless America. God bless our troops. God bless our first responders. God bless law enforcement. See you next week. Rack and Fin Radio. Dicey weather. So what? Tomorrow's tomorrow's when it's get out and enjoy. Quit your bitching. Okay, it was a five-day, six-day to research. Lottery. So what? Quit your bitching. Get out and get on the water. Get in the woods. So some turkeys out there, man. We're doing talk some turkeys next week as well. Crunch time gobblers coming up next week. See you. Rack and Fin Radio.